Hey gang, Melissa Hanalt here with the Burnout to All Out podcast. I'm a mom of three corporate burnout that built a secondary six figure income around my nine to five with little kids. This set me free and allowed me to fire my boss and pursue my wildest dreams. It took grit, persistence, and belief but now operating multiple six-figure businesses as an online entrepreneur and business coach, I have become a serial entrepreneur with a passion to inspire more burnouts to take the leap and go all out and live out their dreams. Each week, I'll bring you inspiring all-out guests, lifestyle business tips and tools to empower you to take the leap from burnout employee to all-out entrepreneur, making your passion your paycheck. If this mom of three corporate burnout can go all out, so can you. So in my last solo episode, I talked about giving a damn about yourself physically. We talked about health and wellness and movement and how it can impact your bottom line in your business and how if you're not making it a priority and you're making everything else a priority, you better lean in, right? Well, this episode is more about what's between your ears and how you can fuel and feed the love and the thought process of love and fulfillment between your ears by making yourself a priority and loving yourself more. I hope you guys enjoy this episode as it rounds out kind of a mini series between the two on really how you can make your mind and your body a priority to impact the bottom line and the ROI of your business and your life. This episode is all about self-love. And it's maybe a kind of piggyback and follow up from my last solo episode where I talked about being healthier, happier, and wealthier. And really the last episode was about the healthier piece and how that can drive wealth. And today's episode is going to be about the happier piece and how that drives wealth and how seeking happiness internally instead of externally can generate revenue for you and make you a happier healthier person. So again, you know, this episode and all my solo episodes are really about my own self-reflection and, you know, trials and tribulations and things I've learned and what I'm crusading about this year. So here's the thing, guys, for all my mama listeners here, when mama's not happy, nobody's happy. There's a reason that quote exists, right? When mama's not happy, nobody's happy. Who knows what I'm talking about? When, <laughs> when mom wakes up and she's having a bad day, right? And she starts her morning in the kitchen and is gruff and not happy. How many of you have realized or recognized that emanates through the entire household, right? The entire household. We know this, but do we consciously work to keep ourselves happy and loved Or are we habitually putting, I say, our or your needs and desires to the side, leaving you feeling tired and resentful? You know, I see even in a lot of my private clients, they come to me with a lot of resentment, right? Whether it's with their spouse or their teammates or their neighbors, right? 
You know, here's the thing. This year, I vowed to work less, pamper myself more, have more fun, and emanate more love in the process, making more money, right? And it's something I've really been working on the last six to eight months and in 2021, really digging into. And that is that making space to love yourself, to pamper yourself, to treat yourself like the queen that you truly are. And in the process, being a better person, physically, energetically, in your business, at home, and in your pocketbook, right? So I have been exercising this for a number of months, but really, really starting in January, being very, very procedural and calculated and planned and methodical about making sure I make space in my calendar for me. And at the end of this podcast, I'm going to walk you guys through some tips and tricks and life hacks to make sure you're making yourself a priority so that you're not seeking that love and support externally and feeling disappointed when it doesn't happen that can snowball into resentment, right? And a ripple effect into your life. Here's the thing. I have been making space in my calendar since before January to make myself a priority. And here's the deal. In January, I made more money than I did the entire year of 2019. I'm going to say that one more time. In one month, in 2021, I made more money than I did the entire year of 2019. And I worked significantly less, including having a a massage mandatory every single week. And I worked out and took care of myself at least six days a week. And for the first time ever, ran a hot bath with essential oils and Epsom salt at least once to twice a week in the evenings. Okay. Did I make time for that? in previous life, right? Even last year, not nearly, not nearly. I felt like there was not enough time in the day, too many things needed to get done. And then you end up with your tank half full at the end of the day, exhausted and resentful that you haven't had time to really love yourself. And what happens is then you end up taking it out on others who aren't showing up in a way that you want them to, to fill that void for you, right? Okay. So it's an interesting thing, our energy, our vibe, right? And and I'll go back to, you know, when I first kicked off the podcast, we talk about our mood and the ripple effect it has and the energy and into even just starting your day in your household, that ripple effect of energy and overflow that happens throughout the day. How many of you have noticed that on a bad morning, it doesn't even just start out maybe your day starts off wrong. Maybe you open up an email or a text message that rubs you the wrong way, something you need to do or makes you upset. And then you like gripe at your kids and then your kids gripe back. And before you know it, everybody's yelling, there's kids crying, you're trying to get out the door and it just spills over into the day. That negative ripple of energy spills into the day, right? It can run all the way through the afternoon and into the evening, right? The energy we put out comes right back at us, comes right back at us, right? If we're gruff and barking at our kids, they're gruff and barking back. If we're playful and cheerful with smiles, it comes right back at us, right? So even with adults and prospecting clients, 
right? Low vibration attracts low vibration. I have this conversation with my teammates in my business and with my clients. You know, when your vibe is low and you're operating at a low self-esteem, low place of love, low place of self-respect and resentment, guys, that, that comes right back at you. It shows up in your content you're putting out. It shows up in the tone of your voice when you're on the phone with prospects. It shows up in how you communicate with your teams and how you're producing in your business. It truly does, right? So here's the thing that I really want to hone in on today that's really become a massive light bulb for me this year. And that's seeking or waiting on others to make us feel whole or to lift us up or to make us happy or fulfilled, appreciated or approved of. It can only leave you disappointed at times when you live out your life for the approval of others, right? We can only end up being disappointed and resentful, right? So I've learned that waiting on or leaning on others to make us whole, right? To to make us whole or lift us up, make us feel achieved. Well, again, it just ultimately has left me unsatisfied. I'll give you some examples in a minute. You know, expecting your spouse to make you your other half, right? That, 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 that's, we were talking about this in our mastermind the other day. I'm, we're getting some really great coaching from my own business coach on this stuff. But, you know, leaning on your spouse to like be your other half, fill in the gap, like that actually creates a riff in a relationship when you're depending on someone else for your other half to make you feel whole. The healthiest relationship you can have is coming whole to the relationship filling your cup up and feeling full and satisfied and loved regardless. You come, to the, you come to the relationship without the baggage and the neediness, right? Of needing someone to read your mind to make you feel full, right? Again, it's something I've learned, I've come to learn over the past couple of years and even in self-reflection in my, my own past with a, a father who was absent what that does to your mindset and what that projects onto your spouse of expectations of a role that you want from him. That's not necessarily his role, right? He, he's not my father, right? So a lot of you, you women who maybe had absent fathers who weren't engaged in your life can sometimes, and I'm speaking from my own experience, find yourselves in a relationship with your spouse where you seek that validation, where it's not necessarily how the relationship should be set up, right? So here's the thing. When you come to the table of your relationship with your spouse or your kids, needing affirmations, needing reciprocation to feel loved or validated, but rather instead you come with with a dynamic already full, just totally full of self-love, no dependency or codependency of a need to feel validated or a need to feel loved or taken care of, the more happy and balanced you are. And I know some of you guys are like, well, what does that even mean? Like, and of course, the, how you self-love, how you validate yourself, how you pour into yourself is going to look differently for all of you. I'm going to give you guys some ideas that I've personally used. But the bottom line is when, there, when you can release the codependency of needing that affirmation 
or that love externally. And you can start making yourself a priority without the guilt, right? Like I said, I, I, I book massages weekly. A year ago, I would have felt way too guilty to do something like that. Now I realize what a massive impact it actually makes on my business to pour into myself and the ROI there is on me coming out feeling relaxed and ready to receive and to give, right? So let's talk about this kind of unhealthy codependency that I've even, I've seen in my own life, in my relationships. You know, I learned this through unrealistic expectations for my husband. You know, I wanted him, I don't know how many of you guys can relate to this early on in my, my years in entrepreneurship. And even recently, like I've always wanted him to, to dive into my business and love it. Like I love it. Right. Here's the thing. I don't dive into his business. I don't dive into his job. I don't know shit about what he does. Right. So why do I expect him to just fall in love with what I'm doing and be involved in it? Right. You know, wanting him to praise me for my success in my business. Okay. This is really common, especially when you are an entrepreneur, a solopreneur, starting your own business, running your own business. It's so far different from corporate, right? Many of you are in structured jobs and you're also building a side business. And so you can relate to this in a structured career where there's like promotions and recognition for success and metrics, and you've got a boss, right? When you're at work, there is this constant validation of what you're doing well, and you're getting the constant feedback, you're getting the recognition, you're getting the promotions, right? But when you're out there in the wild west building your own business, there's no validation, there's no promotion, there's no reward. It's just blood, sweat, tears, failure, successes, disappointment, failure, wins, huge wins. You know, you might slide back before you jump three steps forward, but the bottom line is there's no structure to validation. And so you can get into this like rabbit hole of seeking it elsewhere, right? Like I know when I hit my first couple of big milestones in my business, I'm like, where are my flowers? Where is my card? Where is my, you're doing such a great job, babe, right? And it's in in self-reflection and looking back, I was creating resentment, right? I was creating the resentment because I was putting unrealistic expectations on someone else to have their finger on the pulse of my business and reward me for things that I knew were milestones and that were important to me. And it wasn't validated. It wasn't. uh, So let me just kind of back into this for a minute. And And I've actually worked with, again, worked with my business coach on this. Here's the thing, right? Here's the thing. Being an entrepreneur and especially being where I came from, from a father who was just totally absent, I had fallen victim of expecting almost this patriarchal, like fatherly affirmation and recognition from my spouse of how good I was doing because it wasn't anything I was ever going to get from a phone call from my father or a phone call from my boss, right? Now, there's two things you can do here. Obviously, you can have the conversation with your spouse which I have certainly done, but hey, I've just realized there's just this silly resentment I have that I know that's not even fair to you. I'm projecting it onto you that I'm looking for, you know, affirmations and recognition from you. And you're not my dad, you're not my boss. And and I realize that it's unrealistic, but it's just this funny thing I have in my head, right? So having a conversation is one thing, 
But the other thing is addressing it head on and finding ways to, to celebrate success yourself. Why do you need someone else to recognize your success? Why do you need someone else to celebrate for you when you can do it in your own damn right? Why not order yourself flowers when you hit a huge sales goal? Why not treat yourself to something luxurious when you hit something, right? When you hit your your next rank advancement or sales goal in your business. Why do we have to expect that people around us will read our minds and act as our advisors, our parents, our bosses when they're not? They're loved ones in our family. We put a lot of, here's the thing, right? And again, this is this may not be all of you guys, but I know many of my private clients I coach and me personally have gone through this. We're wanting, especially spouses and people in our lives, to read our minds, right? And you think about your spouse specifically, there's a lot of stress you put on spouses between if you're leaning on them for business guidance on a business they don't understand that they're not a part of, your child rearing together, your bookkeeping and doing finances together. You know, you're leaning on them to be your therapist and your lover and all the things, right? Unrealistic expectations that we put on those that we love versus, and and what they didn't sign up for, right? We put unrealistic expectations on the people that we love and they didn't sign up for, right? Instead of making ourselves a priority, and filling our own cup up instead of depending on others to do so. And that is what makes you whole, my friend. That is what makes you happy. We live in a society where so many people feel feel guilty to put themselves first, but the reality is that's what raises your vibration, creating a positive ripple in your entire family. The entire vibe ripples out from you to your family, to your clients, to your business, because you're not waiting on someone else to make you a priority and then being disappointed when they're not. You remove the resentment by removing the expectation. I'm going to say that one more time. You remove the resentment by removing the expectation. By taking a stance today to love yourself more, to celebrate yourself more, and do it without apology. So in my last episode, I talked about your body being a vessel for your business, right? Your body. And it's not just how you fuel that body and move your body that makes you perform optimally in your business and in life, but it's what's between your ears is even more important than how the in, it, it, with how the energy emanates, right? It's what's between your ears that's even more important and how that energy emanates out from you and reflects back at you through everything in your relationships with your spouse and your kids, again, with your business partners as you go about your day. All of it's a ripple effect of energy transfer that ultimately impacts your bottom line. So for those of you who are not into this self-love woo-woo, look at your bottom line. Look at your bottom line. Loving yourself is an income-producing activity because when your cup is full, when you come to the world, 
your energy is high, the expectations of others is more realistic. It's not a codependency. It's not a dependency that creates resentment. You come with a higher vibration that creates a transfer of energy that comes back at you at a higher vibration. So celebrate you now. Make you a priority now. Seriously, put it in your calendar. I have vowed to do this since January 1st, and it is working so well for me. So well for me. So here are some examples. Reward yourself with rank advances and big sales weeks. I actually coach to this inside my academy. What are your rewards for your milestones this year? You should all have quarterly milestones in life, in your business. How are you going to celebrate them big and out loud, right? One of the ways I do is I book a quarterly spa trip to a luxury spa in the mountains with my husband. When we hit a certain milestone in sales, we book the trip. We, when I say we, I mean me. I'm not waiting and expecting him to do it. I'm taking initiative. I'm owning the celebration and in the process, creating a sacred weekend for my relationship and self-indulgence delicious food, and time away from the chaos of the little ones that I love, right? Another great example, get yourself flowers. Get your own damn flowers, right? Don't don't wait for someone else to bring them to you. I love Costco. Costco has great flowers. When I do Costco orders, I send myself flowers from Costco. They brighten your day. They brighten your room. Run an awesome Salt bath with essential oils tonight while sipping champagne for the hell of it. Or do it during the day. I'm actually going to do it on a Friday morning after I get done recording this podcast. And then I'm going to go get a deep tissue massage. This is actually something I have vowed to start doing is blocking my Fridays completely off. Now, some of you are like, that's great, Melissa, because you work for yourself. I'm still working full time. I hope that inspires you. I hope that inspires you. It took me until this year to realize, damn it, I started my own business so I could run my own hours. And here I am working crazy hours again. Stop it. Love yourself. Give yourself some time. Reward yourself for the hard work. So you come back on Monday excited to do it all over again. Take the hot bath. Treat yourself to a hot bath, right? Another thing you can consider doing is booking regularly massages or a mani and a pedi or maybe a good blowout with your hair whatever is like your luxury thing that is a positive affirmation to yourself that hey you're a badass you're doing an amazing job and I love you so much I want to reward you for the work that you're doing with something that you love and I'm telling you guys when you do this when you do this the energy around you transfers positively. It's not just for the sake and vanity of treating yourself. It is a necessary action to show up fully loved in yourself and how that transfers to those around you. Because you're not looking for their validation. You're not looking for them to fill the void. You fill it. You fill it, my friend. Some other advice. Pick up the phone and call a dear friend. We are so far removed from just good old phone conversations, 
right? We like do the texts and the emails and the DMs. I've gotten into a habit of calling one of my best friends on my way home from hot yoga in the mornings at like six in the morning and we chat, right? Because I know she's up, she's getting ready to go to work. I'm on my way home and we catch up and I love it. It's uplifting, right? Buy some cute new colorful tops for your Zoom calls you're doing all day long from home, right? How many of you have not gone shopping in a year because of COVID? You can still have some fun, cute outfits from the top, from the top up, including get some new pizzazzy spring lipstick, some fun new, I haven't recently gotten some fun new perfumes just to put on in the mornings to get in front of the camera with a new top and some pink lipstick and feel good, right? And to feel good. Couple other things we love to do in our house, dance parties to your favorite jams. These are free guys. We love jamming to music, including the kids, makes it even more fun first thing in the morning and what that does for your mood. Our kids each get to take a turn picking their favorite song and we break it down and have a blast. Two other things to consider. List 10 things you love about yourself. And if you're having a really hard time with coming up with 10 things you love about yourself while looking in the mirror, I highly suggest the book Mirror Work, 21 Days to Heal Your Life by Louise Hay. Mirror Work, 21 Days to Heal Your Life. It's an incredible book, right? Last thing I want to mention here as far as really filling your cup up, and I talked a little bit about this on my last episode, this kind of transcends mind and body as far as health and wellness and love go, but that is making sure you're giving yourself space, making yourself a priority to actually love yourself. You know, especially mamas, we start our days, if we're not conscious about it, we can start our days by the demands of our children, by the demands of work, and just run through our day without really filling ourselves up. I've gotten into the habit of waking up 30 minutes early, which means I go to bed 30 minutes earlier now. And I do it on purpose because I want to get up before the kids do and pour into myself before my day starts. I read for 30 minutes in peace and quiet while I drink my coffee. But it's not going to happen if you don't make it a priority, right? You can wish and hope and dream that, you know, people are going to give you accolades. They're going to recognize how amazing you are, that they're going to read your mind and deliver you flowers when they think you deserve it or recognize you when you feel like you deserve it. Or you can throw all those expectations in the trash along with resentment and start to give a damn about yourself and love yourself unconditionally. When you truly make time to love yourself, you're actually creating even more energetic love to emanate in the world and become a luminary for happiness. You no longer seek fulfillment from others. You are fulfilled and more capable of love and resilience in your life in your business. I hope this was helpful for you guys. If you want some resources on some books that have been all inspiring for me that you can even implement into your 30 minutes in the morning before the day really gets going for self-love, 
is there's a book called Audacity to be Queen that was incredible. Patriarchy Stress Disorder is another really great book. Definitely go check them out. I'd love to hear in my burnout to all out Facebook community from you guys. What are you doing after watching this episode or listening to this episode rather? What are you doing to love yourself these days? What are you doing proactively, making it a priority in your life, in your business, as you do your business and your family? What are you doing to make your self-love a priority in your calendar? That's it for today. Thanks for listening to the Burnout to All Out podcast. For free resources, materials, or information on my coaching services, go ahead over to livethefreelife.co. That's livethefreelife.co. Or check out our Facebook community at Burnout to All Out. And make sure you follow Burnout to All Out on Spotify and subscribe to iTunes. And it would truly mean the world to me if you paused for just a second gave me that five-star review of the show and be sure to share this episode with any burnouts you think would be inspired to go all out after hearing this episode.